This meeting is being recorded by the host. Was a faff and a half, wasn't it? <laughs> well, it was such a faff. I, yeah, I'm just not used to this remote recording. I'm so used to being in the studio. Privileged. Yeah. Privileged. Yes. Exactly. Hi, and welcome to Girls on Topics, the podcast where we discuss anything and everything that come up between friends. Hannah, what's been going on with you this week? Uh, this has been a good week. It's, it's been very, very, very hot here. So um, it's been, it's finally broken today and it's down to, like, it's so funny, like in Ireland when you're like, oh, it's down to 26, like, you'd be like, Jesus, that's warm. But it's mm. finally broken and we're at like 25, 26 and I feel like I can breathe and there's like a beautiful storm happening right outside my window and it's... Stunning. Oh, it's stunning. So uh, it's been very, very hot and I have just been basically rehearsing for the recital which is coming up very soon. It's very exciting. And yeah, so it's all good. It's all going, it's going very well. I'm being eaten by a mosquito and uh, I was in bed and I heard him. I heard him like whizzing in my ear and I was just like, mm. there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. It's late. I'm just going to get eaten. And I have been eaten. Oh eaten. yeah. Did he eaten alive. <laughs> he just fully mauled you. Yeah, and he's hiding somewhere. This is the thing because I woke up like I'll just show you. Like I have the fucking like look at that. Oh wow, they're they're massive. And yeah, and I've been taking antihistamines like for months because I I get such bad hay fever and I get like um sometimes like I get heat heat rashes Rash, from the sun. Yeah. So I've been taking them for like months. So this is me with like a shit ton of antihistamine in my system and in my legs as well. And they're like, they're swollen. Yeah. So I look real nice. So you look real good. Real good. Look Get the legs out loads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. But I remember when we were in Portugal together and you honestly, like the, the heat with your heat rash, I remember it used to, and then you got loads of mosquito bites as well. And you were like, I just, yeah. I just think but they just love you. But that only came on, my heat thing only came on when, when I was like mid-twenties. I never had anything with heat. But if I take antihistamines, like I don't get heat rashes. Like it's just no. an allergy that came in my mid-twenties, which is kind of but weird. I remember that summer though. I remember you got like prickly heat and then you got eaten alive. No? Yeah, pr- like, but not to the same, not to the same extent. Like, I mean, I suppose like, oh, I, oh yeah. Like, I mean, I think most kind of Irish people would get a little bit because we're not used to the heat. But yeah. when I turned like in my mid twenties, like even when I was warm, I would be like getting like heat, heat things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your skin's just really it, sensitive. It's really sensitive. Yeah. 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 And now it's covered in gorgeous red, red nice blotches. <laughs> nice blotches. Yeah. It's kind of cold here now. Like my housemate had the heating on yesterday and I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh it my is God. freezing. It's really cold. Really cold. But I've been just, I've been just getting over my hangover. I had like, I was at uh, the big grill on Sunday mm-hmm. and uh, it was great crack, really good. And um, the food was amazing, but it, it seemed like more, it was a beer festival. Like there was beer everywhere. And oh, I wow. don't really drink beer or anything, as we know. And um, Francis like, try the, the sour estates. And I was like, or the sour IPAs. And I was like, mm. Grant, I felt like the next day, like, something had crawled down in my mouth and died like I, I voice noted you I was like mm-hmm. I, my, my mouth smells and tastes like shit like I was like what the fuck I had to brush my teeth so many times when I spoke to Francis like oh that's when you're on the beer but uh, we planned to just have a really chilled kind of nice 
wholesome Sunday and then we bumped into Megan and Kieran, and then it was just game over and drank the so much but the funny I had to tell you this funny story but which I thought I'd save for the pod so we bumped into Kieran and Megan Kieran and Megan had their friends who are also their neighbors there Kieran knows the guy from Navin because Kieran's from Navin so then the six of us were hanging out together and next thing this other couple comes up and um the lads were like oh same with the guy that was in the couple knew each other from nav and they're like how are you blah blah and then france is like oh my god that girl she's my neighbor and they like knew each other and we were like myself megan and this other girl neve were like lol we don't know anyone like it was just the three of us chatting away yeah anyway the the eight of us were hanging out for the rest of the evening and i was like oh lovely to meet you talking to the girl talking to the guy whatever and um went home I was I got to the point where I was so drunk where Francis like I said goodbye to like Megan and Kieran and then I you know you just forget and I text yeah. Megan I was like yeah so I had to bail and um, he was like you just said goodbye to her and I was like no I didn't and then you know you get those kind of like bickery fights yes. and then he was like oh you order a pizza and I was like are you saying I don't pay for things like <laughs> Oh my God, like the crazy cash. Crazy cash. Like, so then anyway, uh, I was dying on Monday and Megan, I got a message from Megan being like, did you go to the Gale talk? And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. And you know, when it was from typing to voice note and I was yeah. like, in a oh shit. Like, oh, yeah. What's, what's she going to say? What did I do? <laughs> um, and uh, she was like, so basically, you know, that couple that we met and the girl that Francis knew, you were scoring him in the Gale talk. Who was it? Which girl? I was like, uh, it was the one in Donegal, Colossia on Fearsig or something. Fearsig, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. at that. We, we were there the year after, myself, Nanya, oh, you were there okay. the year we were there. So I was like, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. She was like, you were like, I don't know why he lied. Like, and I was like, what's his name? And then she told me his name. And I was like, oh. and I was like, oh yeah, I fully was. But I was like, he was there the whole time. And he was like, obviously he wouldn't say any, he wouldn't say anything because his girlfriend was there and your boyfriend was there. But he's like, yeah, he called like, Kieran's friend the next day and was like yeah that girl Gigi I was scoring her in the girl talk How why didn't he that? say why didn't he say anything to you though like separately at any time just I just I like it was all of us in a group hanging out I have no idea why but like I obviously didn't remember him I was like nice to meet I you I suppose it was like over 10 years ago really was it yeah I was 16 like, so like yeah. yeah I was like what a fucking small world oh my god and then gosh. Megan's like Gigi didn't even go to the girl talk and then she was like oh wait maybe she did and then she was like <laughs> So I was like, oh, that was the year I went down to West, like, Cork school with Anya and, like, scored yeah. everyone in the town. I was, like, going around kissing all the boys. Such and a then, nice age, and 16. 16, I know, sweet, slutty 16. And um, then I didn't get invited back down until their 30th. Like, <laughs> yes, you made a mark. I made a mark. Um, but yeah. then um, Megan was like, um, she was like, oh, he must have been gone to West Cork because I know Gigi kissed a lot of boys. <laughs> Somewhere in West Cork, I was like, please don't write that in a WhatsApp group. Oh, please do. It's so funny. Like, that just is such a, like, well, I suppose, like, I can't, like, if someone said, like, well, I suppose, I don't know, like, scoring, like, actually scoring someone at 16. I like scoring, but, like, it was, like, texting each other. And then, because I was like, you know, you kind of get the, get out the filing cabinet of the past. And I was yeah. like, I was like, what? Like, I was like, I wasn't scoring because I had a boyfriend by like the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, it wasn't. But I was like, no, I do remember texting him and like 
kissing him in the Kayleys and then sitting on the bus with him and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, like yeah. very much at the Such start. Such an innocent, yeah, yeah, yeah. An innocent thing. Oh, it was always so innocent. But like, yeah. yeah, that was so funny. And I was like, that's hilarious. The little, I love those blanking moments. I had one recently enough where like, you know, when you'd be looking at who's looking at your story. Yeah. I think I was telling you this and uh, someone was looking at my story and I was like, oh, he's really good looking. Who is that? Look to the friends in common and said it to my friend and was like, who's that? Like, he's like, Anna, you got with him. Like, you got with him. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 you, you've got with him. I was like, oh, oh. no. <laughs> I was like, well done, past Anna. <laughs> oh, I know, you kind of pat yourself on the back, but like, yeah. I thought, it's like your man thought, well, like, it was that long ago, but I was like, nice to meet you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're playing real cool. You're like, yeah, whatever. That kind of segues into like I was doing this uh, course about uh, like trauma and neuroscience and adolescence mm. um, over the weekend. Super interesting. But he basically talked about how when we're adolescents, our brain is actually under construction. So mm. it's like our most formative years are zero to three. And then there's like two windows of opportunity. So zero to three is when we get our attachment to our like our parents or family. And then it's nine to 14 where there's another window of opportunity, but that's when we get our attachment to our peers. Mm. So <clears throat> when you're under those, that, those real formative years, it's like the architecture of the brain is being formed. And if you're in a really stressful environment, it affects the architecture of the brain. But he was saying, you know, like when you're in adolescence, a lot of adults get frustrated with teenagers because, you know, you're lazy, you're selfish, everything. He's like, so much is happening within the brain. It's under construction and physically, physiologically stuff is happening within the body. So they're just developing, like apparently children aren't born with empathy. So we mm. naturally start to um, develop that from our surroundings and from our family and everything like that. So he was saying, you know, if you have a child that's under like severe neglect or just emotional neglect and stuff, they will not be able to form things like empathy or foresight or anything like that. So teenagers are the highest likely to either hurt themselves or hurt other people because they have no foresight. So they do silly, mm. stupid things um, and they're seen as being um, selfish or lazy. But th what's going on with them is so, I suppose, it's so intense for them. That's why they're sleeping all the time. That's why they do yeah. sleep. They don't think about the consequences. So he's like, we actually just really need to give teenagers a bit of a break. Because like, I look back, like I was saying, like, I didn't care about boys' feelings. I didn't care. But we just, you're just, you don't care about those things. No. You just care about yourself when you're a teenager. Um, but I found it so fascinating. Yeah, that is. And I mean, that's, so then like, what's the argument then with like nature versus nurture? Like people who are saying you're born, your nature is like how, how you're born, nurture is what your environment is like. And, mm. you know, like, I mean, like watching all like law and order and criminal minds, it's like, oh, they were just from the age of doc, they were in a loving family, but they just had these impulses and these like kind mm. of, you know, so. Yeah. Well, but that's, when it, that, but that's when it comes into psychosis there's like a chemical imbalance within their yeah, brain yeah there's exceptions to it i suppose so for instance that night i went to francis and myself him and his housemate were watching i killed my dad the netflix documentary of this boy that just killed his dad like in out of nowhere and he had no past uh history of any like being a criminal or anything like that but they were showing interviews of him speaking to the officer um, and they were like he has no empathy look he just killed his dad in cold blood blah 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 and we were stopping it and I was because I'd just done the course I was like that poor boy 
is had severe abuse and neglect. I was like, there's no way he'd be it. Cause they're like, why didn't he jump out the window? Why didn't he, cause his dad was running after him and all this kind of stuff. Mm. But anyway, as it transpired that the father had kidnapped him and had severely neglected and abused him all his life, like locked him in his room. Because like him in the interview, he was like talking about going for a cup of tea the way he was talking about killing his father. He oh wasn't God, reacting yeah. the same way like you or I would have at that age. Mm. And he had no social interaction with um, other peers his age. He was not, he was ho- homeschooled, but not homeschooled. Not like, yeah. yeah. So um, it was so interesting, like, like doing that workshop and then yeah, watching and that. I was like, yeah. And the lads being like, he's a nut, like, he's crazy. He's a nut job. I was like, yes, externally to us because we have our brain our background you know our nurturing from such a young age but I was like that boy has definitely been neglected and abused and as it developed as the the documentary goes on it slowly transpires that he was shows it yeah yeah you could you could see it straight away I I wouldn't have been able to had I not yeah totally and I was like that's mad yeah and it's like I suppose understanding it doesn't condone it but it helps you understand it and it kind of is shows the importance of like as you were saying those little windows and it's true because I I look at Sophie and that's my my little niece she's three now mm-hmm. and the change in her definitely now like I see like how she is with James her little brother she has so much empathy and she's mm-hmm. so caring and everything but like up until that point you're like absolutely not like you know no. it doesn't it doesn't come in it just doesn't come in no and that's a, that's a, that's what's so interesting. I was like, I didn't realize. I thought you just it's like you develop motor skills as a child. Like that's how you develop empathy. Yeah, you know, we're actually taught that as from a young age from our environment. Wow, isn't that mad? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and how like basically our brain, like the neurons within our brain, change from because I think we're like sponges from naught to twenty five, and that's why when you get older, it's so much harder to learn things. So we were talking mm. about and um, picking up an instrument. So if you learned, I, I gave the example of learning language. So I was bilingual. I learned Portuguese and I uh, English. And then <clears throat> seven, I stopped speaking it. I just like, I was getting bullied in school. I didn't want to be different. So I just completely stopped speaking it. So as I got older, I started to lose it. And now sometimes I hear it and I'm like, oh, maybe, um, like, I was like, maybe I can, I can kind of understand it, but I can't actually speak it, but like the way I speak English. Mm. And um, he says from the ages of think like from 19 to 25 or when we're basically going through our adolescence and mm. um, our brain's like okay this is a skill you don't use anymore get rid of that okay mm. this is so he was like yeah that's why you cannot speak the way you used to speak as a child it gets rid of things that you don't need anymore and can you get it back like as in as that can get that it goes? back but it's harder to get back he's like that's why it's harder to learn things as an adult than it is as a child that's so crazy. So it's like, it's not even just putting it into a filing cabinet. It's actually flushing it away. So like all flushing of it's gone. It away. Yeah. So oh like if God. you played the ukulele from like when you were a kid and then you put it down, you're like, I don't want to play it anymore and just didn't play it till you're an adult and then tried to pick it up. It would be really difficult to oh God. Re- regain it. Yeah. So yeah. So I was like, wow. It's crazy learning all that now. And you're like, like, as, like I'm 33. So I'm like, okay, I've lost <laughs> that window to... <laughs> okay (laughs) but then then he started talking about how you know like like drugs and alcohol how that affects the development of an adolescent like really their adolescent really really affects it especially like marijuana and stuff like that he was like yes because in um i think the who the world health organization like um 
weed or whatever is seen as number two but he was like that's for adults it's not for teenagers mm. as a teenager your brain is developing you should not be taking any substance at all but he was also saying you cannot argue with a teenager they're so literal yeah. but he was he was he's really insightful but also really sound down-to-earth and um, lecturer but he said you know at 15 I took my dad my mum's car and drove around on drum and my mum mm. went absolutely mad I had no license she's like you could have killed someone he's like yeah but I didn't She's like, but can you not see the consequences? Well, I'm fine, aren't I? So she, he was like, you will not get through <laughs> to yeah. a teenager. Like they do not, they don't have that capacity in them. Mm. And that's why when you're younger, you do more stupid things because you don't know the consequences. You don't have yeah. foresight of what could happen. God. Mm. Yeah. And I think like definitely there's like an, thinking about like personalities and stuff like that there's people who are more like susceptible to being like risks risk takers yeah. and way more impulsive and i think like i think like like i was um i was telling you a lot like i was on like one of the worst dates of my life uh, a while ago and yeah. um the guy was like oh what were you like in school and i was like oh like i've definitely mellowed a lot like i'm i'm definitely like a mellowed out version of what i was like when i was kind of you know in school or like in college or whatever mm-hmm. and uh and when I think about that, when I really think about that, like I still have that, I still have like that layer of like certain people can make me like literally feel like I could like flip the lid and go absolutely wild. But when I was younger, that was there the whole time. Like that, that kind of impulse and like spontaneous, like spontaneous feeling to just kind of like, just be wild was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like it was like I had, it was just like the energy levels were just at 10 the whole time. And definitely I feel like now it's, I can, it's way more manageable and, and I definitely feel like I, I, I seek out people who calm, like we were, Gigi, we were talking about this like um, mm. yesterday about like people who calm and keep your like nerve system like calmer regulated, and like regulated. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel like as I've gotten older, like I love the people that make me, that, that give me that kind of crazy boost, but mm. I definitely feel now like that regulation, whereas that just wasn't a thing when we were younger, like it just no. wasn't a thing. But when you are that age um, and apparently this is what happens in adolescence you are on a conscious on unconscious level trying to get that dopamine hit that serotonin hit so Mm. you don't care about the consequences of that so you will seek out those people because that's Mm. what you want but then as you've meddled out and got it like been an adult and you're like what is actually good for me it's actually better for my nervous system to be a lot more regulated Mm. Um, and that's probably why again on an unconscious level or conscious level that you do seek out people that draw like that in you bring your nerves down rather than spike it yeah so yeah it's mad but like that's like I find that do you find that so interesting you know I was saying to you yesterday I was like you know how you get with some you you meet someone and you're like I instantly click with them and when I'm with Mm. them I feel so calm I feel like Mm -hmm. I can be myself but then there's other people in your life that you meet and you're like for some reason there's like a it's not that you don't like them it's just there's like an element of like anxiety to it or a level of like performance to it yeah you be yourself yeah like, and it's you know you know you're yeah you, you have to put your best foot forward or something yeah you just can't get in sync with what they're what they're about I suppose that's like because I mean I, like that's you know it's so universal and like mm. was it that podcast the twin flame thing that, that, oh, that, yeah. you know it's all that like it's that kind of thing of like if there is that that there is that obviously that twin flame thing is just you know there's one person out there who's your twin flame but I remember like thinking like there are certain people who I was like I really feel like we have met on in a different life like because I feel like I know you because I like mm. have met you and within like 
half an hour of being in your company, I'm like, I I am so comfortable in your company. And and it doesn't happen all the time. Like, especially as like I'm older, left school and we had that we've like we've been bonded for years because of like we've known each other and we've grown like gone gone through so many different things. And it, our relationship isn't just about us knowing each other for a long time, like, you know, and, and same like college with you, Ferg, like obviously we met in college, but we've, we've, we've really maintained and worked at our friendship. But then after that, when I've met people in, in my like late 20s, early 30s, where you're like, I still like get those immediate things where you're like, how, how are we only, how have we only known each other like a month? or like a week mm. and we're like getting on so incredibly well and not always like not always just like romantically but like friendship wise yeah it is cra- it is it is crazy and it makes me really believe in that in that whole thing of like not just on a scientific being like you 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 regulate me because of like we're obviously like you know our frequencies are, are similar enough but it's lovely to think that there there is something maybe else playing like the universe is like you know, mm. serendipitously pulling us together because we are we are meant to meet each other at this time. Mm. I love that. Like that, I think that brings me such comfort in that kind of um, in that way. And like, and exactly then when the opposite is there, and it's so funny. Again, like that horrific date I was on, <laughs> and I was just sitting opposite him, and I was like, I honestly, it's like an out of body experience of how miserable <laughs> this is. Like how I am looking at this externally and being like you're having the work you are actually in the worst <laughs> moments of your life to date <laughs> and you're desperately desperately trying to think of things to say and 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 anything i said went off in a horrific tangent and i was just like who are you like yeah why are we in this why can't i just get up and leave like but it's it's so interesting when you're in that and you're like it's like you're looking at yourself in that, yeah. in that exact scenario and you're like get up and leave get up get and, up leave. and leave but you yeah. just can't and you're yeah. stuck and it feels like an eternity yeah and i could feel like i could see like my battery like like on your phone yeah. I could see my battery going down 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 and yeah. like oh like he just kept telling me jokes like after joke after joke after joke like ones that no relevance to the conversation like it was like he was doing a stand-up routine and it wasn't funny in the slightest and uh, by the end of it i wasn't even laughing i was literally like you couldn't even humor him no i was literally like that's not funny i don't get it <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> i'm sure he literally was like who is this who you is know, this woman yeah <laughs> but you know it's kind of freeing though in a way when you you because before I, I i have a real people pleasing way about me that if yeah. i wasn't getting on with someone or i knew i wasn't feeling the same way and they weren't it was reciprocated yeah. i would try even harder and be yeah. like oh and and trying to find common ground which is so exhausting but when you just see it as like we just don't click and like yeah you will never be in my life and i will not like even yeah. if we try to be in each other's lives we'd really have to make it work and like neither of us have the time for that no yeah. and even when you find things that are in common they weren't in common because it was just like his view on it was so weird and i was just like oh god like uh, you, like like talking about like marvel and i love marvel and i like i've watched everything like that 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 has that has come out and then his views on it and what he was saying about it i was just like oh no <laughs> oh god like oh glimpsed into your brain and i don't like it so yeah backed out backed away slowly but yeah and we also wanted to talk about like kind of like you were saying about age mm. when it came to like dating younger guys like you we both have like all my boyfriends have really been younger than me i think apart from one really yeah 
Okay, yeah, like I would say I'm I'm probably like my last boyfriend was I was the first person that was like actually younger than me and like I'll never forget when we were on our first date and we were going into the vintage cocktail club and they're like sorry how old are you to me and I was like I think I was like was it 28 27 28 mm. and he said he was like um because he was three years younger and I remember hearing his age and being like Ugh! and that was <laughs> the first I remember literally being like oh my god you're three years younger than me oh my god <laughs> Like, that was wild. Because all yeah. my other boyfriends would have been older or the same age as me. Like, I never went younger. And then after that, it was like, without realising, without realising, just I was like, I'm, I was just being, I was more so attracted to people who were younger. Like, that was just what it was. That's it. But like, I think because I'm older for the year, like, because I was kept back when I moved back from Portugal. So my boyfriends would always be a couple of months younger than me, mm. which isn't much. Like, it's kind of no. the same age. Whereas like, yeah, my current boyfriend is sometimes like nearly five years younger than me when <laughs> he's like four years and a bit like younger and a bit. Than me. Go on, Jean. But yeah, I think now in society, it's kind of being way more accepted. Like JLo, she, like she goes out with loads of younger girls. Well, she's married now to Ben Affleck. But like, yeah, I think it's more seen as like go on the women. Yeah, except for I still, I still would have felt a lot of embarrassment for whatever reason. I don't know, whatever reason I always like, and I remember like at the beginning of my relationship with them being like, I just don't think, I'm, I'm, I don't think I can get, I don't think I can actually get over it mm. because I just felt, and maybe it's a reflection of because I took time out of singing and came back to singing and in, in the, in the entertainment world, youth is glorified and age like you're, like good luck when you're old basically um because there's always someone who's younger and better and i think maybe coming back into it and really feeling it when i was in my masters and like i was 28 but felt like i was 48 like that's how i was kind of treated as well was that like you're significantly like older than everyone mm. and um and i suppose because then like because of now when I finished and then it was COVID and everything like that, it was kind of everything was just like the time frames were all fucked. So it meant that then I was too old for so many things that like so many people t typically do after your master's, which is like going on young artist things or like, you know, studios where the age limit is like 30. So I suppose I've got, I have this like constant reminder of, of age and constant in a bad way. Whereas like, and we were kind of talking about it when you're in, a group and you're all the same age it just doesn't come into it like your your perception of yourself doesn't come into the, uh, and where I don't know like you have this weird I don't know if it's like a weird feeling of I'm with you and we're kind of at the same stage in our life like I haven't achieved more because of the four years or three years that I'm older than you mm. and I don't know it's and, and I think that then trickles in it had trickled into that relationship where I was like I don't know it was something I found it always unsettled me. And then like when I was seeing that guy over here and he was like, when he said he was his age, I was like, oh my God, like that's hilarious. I'm so much older. Mm. But it is, I don't know. It's something that I feel unsettled by. But you don't feel unsettled by it. No, not at all. Well, like I, I can imagine why you'd feel unsettled because it's in your industry. You're constantly surrounded by it and reminded of it. Um, mm. And then, yeah, with with my um, with my career path or whatever you know I just always get told I look a lot younger than I actually am and um, 
which is I suppose I take as a compliment um but I don't but like really... I'd get that too but it has nothing to do with like I suppose it's not about looking it's not restrict yeah but it's not you know, restricting it's... me from doing anything yeah. it seems from you it's like restricting you from it's restricting yeah. yeah and it's like seen as like a negative thing it's like oh I can't apply for that because I'm old I'm too old mm. for it which is having a complete different context of it like yeah. whereas for me in my industry and kind of the work I'm doing I mainly work for myself you know and Mm -hmm. if you're look if they're looking usually if you know Pilates studios are looking for Pilates teachers they want teachers with a lot of experience like that's the benefit Mm -hmm. Um, and also clients my clientele would be an older clientele so they prefer someone who has a little bit more experience Mm -hmm, and is that little bit more older and mature um because yeah we just have more experience with dealing with more people um and usually we're more qualified um so yeah so I yeah I can see I can see why you feel that way about it but personally for me even on but like I wouldn't even be really attracted to older guys so so say my housemate she always goes out with guys a lot older like kind of hitting like 40 nearly yeah and I'm just like no why (laughs) so old like (laughs) I like them young. I like them young. Precious. But I am, I am even on, like we were saying this, I, on an unconscious, I am just attracted to younger guys. Like mm. obviously, like. <laughs> with There's a reason. line. There's, There's a, a line. line. <laughs> but I just, I find them more attractive than I would older guys. I feel like a lot of older guys or maybe our age, they're just slowly turning into dads. Yeah, well, because they are. Like yeah. that's the thing which is like which is a normal which is a normal dressing like dads I'm like I think especially maybe in Dublin like over here it's like the the like the the cool trendiness is just I like it's so funny it's just it's like the uniform that is worn over here it's just everyone's so goddamn trendy yeah Um, but it is it's like it's probably it's not true because it can't be true because not everyone is in a relationship who's over the age of 30 because that can't be true but certainly on the dating apps you're looking at the people who are my age and I'm just like there's just like I get catfished that's what's just yeah. happened to me the last I've tried please I've talk about your tried, catfishing please don't <laughs> well like just because I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna actively try to get like you know go with people my age because like yeah. when you because I had it I think the limit was like 28 29 yeah. and then it's up and but I was like I just want to like get with someone who's my age you know but then yeah god the other guy who um I I matched with and I was like okay we're gonna meet up and then literally before we met he sent a photo and because I was like this is great now he was like 30 I think he said he was 35 um can't remember his name but uh then he's like by the way this is what I look like and like the shock of my life like I mean I sent it on I sent it on to both of you straight away yeah. and it was just like you do not look like that those photos are 10 years old on your mm. on your profile there you are in your 20s and and like 26 prime age everyone looks unreal at 26 do you know mm. like unreal and uh I just didn't reply and then then he replied again and was like um oh I like because I like clean shaven like that's definitely what I'm attracted to mm. and um he had this huge fucking beard and like definitely like hair was like like a lot thinner than in the photos mm. and uh, he's like oh, don't worry I've shaved my beard and I was like all right okay can you just send on slightly slightly more um current pictures because the one you've sent me like a like he was definitely topless in bed and the angle was like being taken from his belly button so no one looks well at that angle like no. at all 
And he's like, yeah, 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 sent me on photos. And like, they were definitely with filters, like all of them. Like, again, I sent them on. Like they were like, th- there was filters over them. So I was like, well, that's again, I have no idea what you look like. No idea poor what man. you look like. Oh, yeah, poor Anna. <laughs> poor Anna being like, okay, who, like, can I not just, because the other the 26 year old lad looked great. And then the 35 year old version, not so much. And so then I was like, look, I'll give it a go. I was like, right, let's meet at eight. No word from him, unmatched. And then he flashed up for me on, I think I, I, I was talking to him on, on Tinder and I have my Bumble as well because like, let's cast a wide net. Yeah. And he flashed up different age, different name and different pictures, but like one or two were similar. So I was just like, who is this lunatic? Like, yeah, the, the age and the name. And like, the thing is, it's not like he, maybe he was birthday in between and he got a bit older. Like it was like, he, he lost, it was totally I mean, he'd lost a few years. Of, yeah. He'd gone back and a few like, years of his life. Why? But no, the, 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 but no, it was the other way around. It was on, he said he was younger to me and then it was older on the other one. No, yeah. he said he was older. It was the other way around though. It was like, yeah, but that's himself... what I mean. It was like Benjamin Button. He was going back in his life. Yeah. Like he was no, basically saying, no, she... I, I'm fl- it was flipped. It was like he was, he was trying to be my age, but he was, he was actually younger in real life. Oh, okay. because the, because, because he was saying, he said to me, he was 35 um 35 36 and then he was 34 and the more current photos where i was like that's definitely a true representation of what he looked like was in the other was in the other app so he was saying he was older for me because i was older and then was actually obviously lying though like lord knows lord knows what he looks like and actually what he what his true age is or name like yeah yeah but then he but then you had another guy who was like a model yeah slash not <laughs> too good model. to be true yeah. slash it's too good to be true and actually i was at, i was at the lake with my friend the other day and she was like anna I, I actually think that's similar i think we actually matched with the same person because she was like i have no photos and i deleted everything but uh she was like he was like a model and she was like it was too good to be true and i was like honestly that's what this was too yeah. and it was every anytime i was like send me on pictures they were these like magazine like unbelievably like Proper edited, edited modeling pictures oh yeah, yeah like pose photographs those and the yacht kind of thing that was the context yeah. of what the photo and the was naked like. one with naked one where he was holding like a twig behind his back and it was a back view of his arse and it was all like the, the shadows Jesus. were like cascading on his like like <laughs> glistening tore back and it was oh my god and so so like we were like okay i was like that's that's still I still just don't think you're real like can you just mm. send me a, can you send me a selfie with you like doing a thumbs up and uh, unmatched straight away unmatched it's like right okay. you weren't real yeah 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 but like I, why do people do that like I don't is it, know because like I've listened to so many podcasts about catfish because yeah, like it same. blows my mind I'm like why do people do that like what like are you you're never going to meet them because you can't nah. meet them because you're not who you say you you are is it like a power play thing is it like I think it must living in fantasy delusional world where you know you you have control over someone's emotions yeah i'd love to like actually do a call it and ask anyone who has catfished to just yeah. let us know and we won't say, let, us know. <laughs> let us know let us know and we'll anonymously say the reasoning why because i don't know i think my own thing is thinking like yeah it's a power thing that they think they'll never actually get someone like who they who they perceive as like better than them or whatever in real life and like they have this lovely like moment of fantasy where they're pretending that they are good enough to be with that person and then there's like this kind of sick like kind of 
pleasure in in upsetting the other person and and like 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 saying let's meet up and then like the person goes and then they're no show and there's a sick pleasure maybe in being like i let them i hurt them like it must be control and power and just really low self-esteem and it's just a horrible little cocktail yeah it seemed because i remember listening to something was on the gaa catfish and they had a psychologist in and she's like it's like a fictitious personality disorder where they believe that they they have this whole fantasy world yeah fantasy that they are going to be with that person yeah well that's literally it yeah and it's not real yeah it's it's it just and it's it that's what's so scary about it it's like it's like there's no real legislation there's no law against it and that's why i remember i think i was talking to francis about it. it's like maybe we should all be verified on instagram like you actually have to give on social media yeah. you actually have to give your photo idea and you idea and you are who you are mm-hmm. say you are because like I mean, even sweet bobby that podcast where she was yeah. basically for 14 14 years oh, so 10 years awful. or something yeah believing that she was in this relationship and then also our cynical heads were like i'm sorry you never met him yeah but like the interviews with this woman like she was a really educated oh, head on, edgy. Head. yeah 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 so it's not straightforward and, it really, and it, it's just not nothing is straightforward and it's totally where you are at in your like if you're going through a bit of a shit time and your self-esteem is really low and you get this attention and you know everything appears to be normal and like the thing is like because not everyone like people have that you even have it on tinder that you can say off the grid so like it's in terms of like no social media and i think that would be a way of doing it in terms of well no you could still do it like you could still verify you have to be verified on uh because i'm i think you can verify yourself on like uh dating apps but not everyone does it and i think that should be like in order to be on tinder or bumble you have to be verified and you have to send a photo of your passport and you have to have yeah kind of like else. revolution you have to be yeah like revolution you have to be ver- yeah you have to have like a like a photo ID. yeah yeah and you have to have a photo id and i think that that that's exactly what should be done on social media because it's it actually be. it's actually really affecting the, the, their victims like it really affects them emotionally and some in some cases like destroys their lives do you know oh my god completely it would be i i would be interested to know why people don't get verified on social yeah, media and i think like and definitely on dating apps like why oh, yeah, they have the option like there's an option of being verified so why doesn't everyone have to be verified? It just, just doesn't make sense to me. Because it is, it's like really like, you get really disillusioned and like disheartened because like that happened, that, that was three for me in the space of like a week or like- A week. S- like just over a week, like maybe 10 days. That mm. was like three actual catfishing-y things. And like how in that moment, like how did like, obviously you were dis- disillusioned and you're, but like, I'd say that's very draining. Because you're well, having you these conversations. Like, you feel like shit. Like, you really yeah. do feel like shit because you're just like, I've wasted time. And, like, it just, it, like, you, the immediate thing is I'm just going to delete all the apps and just, like, leave it and just whatever. And and it's all, like, yeah, like, it's all well and good being, like, just go out and meet someone normally. But, like, it's not as straightforward and easy as that when, like, no. just, like, life and stuff, you know? Like, it's not, it's not as easy as just go out and meet someone. So, like... Yeah, but I mean, that's what happens. You just feel that kind of sense of let down and you're just like, you you just lose the kind of um, feeling of like the goodness in people and like the, that they like people are fundamentally good and that like, you know, and I'm, I obviously know my rap, like my logical brain and stuff is like, yeah, like that was just a bad, a bad kind of 
batch that like you know i accidentally caught or whatever but um it is you do you just feel like oh disappointed you know mm, mm, yeah no i can imagine so like for me I, I i'd just be so pissed off like and i wouldn't mm. be able and i like that i would just i'd be so not arsed i'd be so disheartened by it yeah but i would find that that would be really draining i would just be like i'm, I'm i would delete the apps and I would be like, mm. I'd be like, I'd be very like kind of, we were saying with university about it. We're like, obviously we're not meant to meet who we're supposed to meet online. Yeah. It's time to, it's time to kind of get off. And and it really is like, um, again, really like it does completely suck your energy. Like it's super addictive. It's super, super, super addictive going on and swiping. Like it's, mm. it's like, it's like as addictive as going onto Instagram and just randomly scrolling. Like it is. Because it's like, oh, it's what's around the corner. Like, it's always that what's around the corner kind of thing. Mm. And when that's gone, you're just like, oh, there's so much more. Like, you do have so much more energy and time. So you're just like, yeah, like, it's it's just it's just like, you know, swings around. It's kind of, yeah, you're just like ugh, on it, off it, on it, off it. But um, in uh, in what we were saying before, just about like the, um, about the age thing, I'm like, it, it's, it's now the temptation is I'm like, oh, fuck it, well, I just lower it a little bit again. <laughs> And just, just even for the stories, for the content. The kind of content, yeah. <laughs> I also want to say, because we never say this on our podcast, um, please, everyone, like, give us love hearts, share, subscribe, because I feel like yeah. we don't get enough love for the Instagram on Spotify. You know how you have to do the love hearts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five star review. Give us a five star review. <laughs> Find us so awkward. I feel yeah. like I'm getting sick. So G- that's Gigi's voice, everyone. <laughs> I'm begging like, for a five star review. Yeah, 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 please don't beg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's it. Okay, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Great.